I will read from the new translation at my site, waldoreedy.com, and comment in Acts 22, verse 1. Males, relatives, and papas. This was uh, Paulo speaking now. You must heed my disclosure to you now. Verse 2, when they heard that he spoke to them in the outsider dialect. This is very interesting because this was not Latin. This was not Greek, although this is written in Greek. He spoke to them in Aramic or Chaldean, if you like a little simpler to say statement. The dialect was the Aramic Chaldean. Syro-Chaldean. They became more silent. This language was commonly called Hebrew because these people were Hebrew and they spoke this language, but it isn't the language. And the old Hebrew is not Hebrew. It is Canaanite. So we've got to be careful about these things we use that have nothing to do with language, but we claim they do. They became silent, and he said, verse 3, I am a male praise originator. You know what that is? A Jew. Generated in Flatbush, what overturns? That was his town and country, so to speak. I was nurtured in this town around mighty one's recompenses feet. That's Gamaliel. Educated according to paternal directions exactness being zealous for the mighty one, just as all you are today. Verse 4, I am who persuaded this way to the lifelessness. Oh, excuse me. I really am sloppy today. Verse 4, I am who persecuted this way to the lifelessness. He killed people who would not go along with his thought. Binding and giving over into holes, both men and women. As the top religious leaders gave evidence to me. These were religious leaders. These were not worship servers. These top religious leaders were evil. And that's why I call them religious leaders. After receiving letters from all the elders for all the relatives, I went to well-watered place to lead those bound there into success legacy to be punished. Now, I'm sure these people didn't understand his term relatives, but they were the term he used to refer to the uh, group that was the group dynamic of Supreme. All right. Uh, he said, I went to a watered place to lead those bound there and the success legacy to be punished. But a funny thing happened on the way. Verse 6, it happened to me while traveling and nearing the well-watered place around midday, suddenly from the sky, a very bright light. Now, if it's midday and it's not the sun, what is this? This is supreme. A very bright light shined about me. You know, when Jesus got to know him, by the way, have you ever heard of the second coming? That's a bunch of absolute tomfoolery nonsense. Jesus has been here many times uh, beginning with Adam and Eve, and don't forget about Abraham and this. and that. Where do we come up with a second coming? It sure isn't in the writings, is it? It's not inspired because Supreme didn't ever say that. That's just our phony idea. Verse 7, I fell down flat. 
I heard a voice conveying request that is solos. Why persecute me? Isn't that an interesting name? Saulos meant request. He had to request that these people, oftentimes godly people, be killed. Verse 8, I responded, who are you, sir? This is the same word curious for the director. But in this case, it needs to be sir. And you will see that, I think. He replied to me, I am is the sprout resident originator liberates whom you persecute. Whoa, you think uh, Supreme was stupid or something? I don't know what Paulus thought, but he was overzealous and that was wrong. Verse nine, those with me saw the actual light. It was brilliant. They heard not the voice. They did hear a sound, but they didn't understand. That communicated to me. Verse 10, I said, what must I do, sir? That's that same question, I just love it. What must I do, sir? This is a total change for this man. The director said to me, that is the sir, same one that is translated sir in his words. You must stand up and go into well-watered place. There you will be told about all that has been set for you to achieve. Who set that for him to achieve? Supreme did. You think he's going to be derailed by an evil man? No, he just converted him. That's all. Verse 11. Since I could not see from the light's brilliance, I was hand-led by those with me. He was blinded by Supreme. I came to well-watered place. Verse 12. Gracious originator, that's Ananias. One devout male was one of the leaders there. According to the direction, Approved by all praise originators people living there. Verse 13 came to me and stood saying to me, relative request. Again, using his name, Saulos, which was later to become Paulos or Phoebe. You must look up. I looked up at him the same hour. That means he was able to see. Verse 14, he said, our Papa is mighty one took you in hand to know his purpose. Wow. Paulos uh, Salos did not know his purpose up till then. He knew a lot about the old, but nothing about the new. To perceive the ethical one and to hear a sound from his mouth. Verse 15 that you are his witnesses, excuse me, that you are his witness to all humans, what you have seen and what you have heard. Verse 16, now why delay? You must get up to be dipped and wash away your missings of the target. That's interesting because the people would understand dipping, not because of John or Jesus, but because that was uh, not, often but infrequently uh, done. Invoking the name, the director. That's interesting. Who is the director? Hey, I, I need to do this, don't I? I need, to, I need to change this to a little bit different uh, frame of mind here, I think. All right, let's get it uh, in italics. By the way, when I put something in italics, it's to call attention to the writings as they were inspired. 
And verse 17, after I returned to Success Legacy and contacted in the worship facility, I was in ecstasy. You know what that is? That's a special uh, conveyance from Supreme. I saw him conveying to me, you must hurry and go out from Success Legacy and Swiftness because they will not receive your giving evidence about me. Verse 19, I said, sir, they know I jailed and lashed those firmly relying on you in the halls. Now, I should not have translated that, sir. That should be where he is calling him director. He did know much more after this initial uh, jolt that he received. They know I jailed and lashed those who relying on you at the halls. Verse 21, the blood of your witness crown, that is Stephanos, was poured out. I myself stood by endorsing his killing. He endorsed the killing of Stephen. Remember what Stephen was? One of the seven. Well, why do we call them deacons? Paul called himself a deacon, but he was an apostle. They were elders, some of them even of ranking like evangelists. They were not the unusual, uh, not the usual, I should say. They were very unusual elders. Verse 22, they heard him until this disclosure. That was where he had to go, right? Oh, wait, wait, I think I missed that, didn't I? Okay. Uh, when the blood of your witness crown was poured out, I myself stood by endorsing his killing and guarded the moment of, of those killing him, guarded the garments, excuse me, of those killing him. Verse 21, he said to me, you must go. I will send you out into distant ethnic groups, which he did. Verse 22, they heard him until this disclosure. They raised their voice saying, you must kill him from the land. See, the demons hated Jesus. You bet they hated this man. They hated all of the leaders that were captains for supreme. He is not fit to live. Verse 23, they clamored, tore garments, and tossed dust into the air. Verse 24, the leader of a thousand ordered him to be led into the camp, saying, you must scourge, interrogating him to know why they shouted this way to him. See, this is the way all countries outside of the United States are. You're guilty until proven innocent. That's virtually impossible to do. How does God look at us? He looks at us as all guilty because all of us are. There's no use trying to prove ourselves innocent. We just need to seek his pardon. But in certain individual matters, like we have here in our court system, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, although we see that in a total change now with the evil satanic systems that are going on around us. Verse 25, when they stretched him with straps, the feeble said to the leader of a hundred, that's a centurion standing by, if a human is a lofty empire citizen, you know what that is? Roman empire. And uncondemned, is it proper to scourge him? Whoa, this scared this guy. When the leader of a hundred heard, he approached the leader of a thousand to report saying, 
What are you going to do? This human is a lofty empire citizen. Verse 27, the leader of a thousand approached to ask him, are you a lofty empire citizen? He replied, yes. Verse 28, the leader of a thousand responded, I acquired this citizenship, this Greek word politeia, with a vast sum. The feeble said, remember, his name was changed. I was generated, dot, 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 meaning there was an ellipsis there. He was born a citizen. That was incredible. And verse 29, immediately those about to interrogate him withdrew from him. The leader of a thousand fearing learning, he is a lofty empire citizen and that he had bound him. Feared, I should say, not fearing. Verse 30, the next day, wanting to know the facts, why he had been charged by Praiser people, he loosens him from the bonds, orders the top religious leaders. I don't call them worship uh, servers because they aren't. They're evil, demonic. And their entire council had come and led the people down to stand up to them. That ends chapter 22. We'll stop there for